friends, this is the Be Real Babe podcast, a place where your average Canadian wolf pack come together to talk about life stresses, messes, and successes. Each week, we will bring you new episodes sharing our experiences on a ton of different topics in hopes that we get a better understanding of ourselves, each other, and this crazy world we live in. We want to build a community where we can show up as ourselves, be real, and lay it all out there. By sharing our experiences, we hope to reach others who can relate so we can all help each other learn, grow, and heal. But please keep in mind, as a disclaimer, none of us here are professionals, no one is giving any advice, we are strictly speaking of our life experiences and for entertainment purposes only. Now with that being said, it's time. So grab your drink, grab your joint, and let's jump right in. Welcome everyone. Welcome back to the Be Real Babe podcast. If this is your first time here, thank you so much for stopping by today. We hope you enjoy the show. If you're a returning listener, we cannot thank you enough, you guys, for giving our constant, for giving our, for you guys giving constant <laughs> support, always being there. I love how this one started. Everyone has to be different and new. But anyways, if you guys don't know me, my name is Brandy. I am your host of this show. And with me today, tonight, my beautiful co-host, Kayla. Hey, girl. Hey, what's up, Brandy? Oh, you know, just spent the day drinking in the Okanagan. So you're welcome, everyone. And I'm sorry, not sorry in advance. How are you? Yeah, well, I am great. And I'm so thrilled that you actually went and had that day today. Thank you. Me too. If you guys uh, don't, do know or don't know, I never know if people just listen to one episode or multiple. Um, but I Where do we're live at? In the- yeah, where we're at. Um, but I do live in the beautiful Okanagan. It's the summertime, obviously. And as much as I resisted it, I'm turning into a uh, wine. I don't want to say connoisseur, but I actually really enjoy the tastings more than just buying the bottles and going out and having fun. I do not love alcohol at all. Um, but the ambiance and the experience and the fun in the summer with friends and, you know, just learning about it's actually really neat to learn about that kind of stuff. It's how when they talk about wine, like I said, it's exactly like I would talk about cannabis. So I was just like, one day, Ooh. maybe I could do this job and you guys will come. We've talked about this and I'll tell you about all the different terpenes and the cannabinoids and the cannabis plant. You guys will have a couple puffs and we'll talk about where we grew it and all the phenotypes and all that. And it'll be really great. And the, all the people at the wineries, they love this idea. And they yeah. also laugh at me because the, I love it. They'll go to give you like an extra and be like, here, let me, here, you can try this one. I'm like, no, no, no. The five sips was more than enough. Um, please, no, thank you. <laughs> Do not but I didn't bombard die. me with more. But yeah, you, you survived. Yeah, we made this temp- uh, like tentative appointment uh, on based on how today went. And you guys, I survived and I'm proud. So if you ever have a chance to do a wine tour, I highly suggest it. Uh, you don't have to worry about drinking and driving and they take your drunk ass everywhere. And yeah, you can sip. So I was like buzzed. I was like happily buzzed all day. And then there was I one point that. where I was like, whoa, slow down. Drink some water. Oh, no. Take well, a couple you puffs. So hard. I think you did. You take a couple puffs. Always, yeah. I have my. Are you that break. hardcore? Yeah, I can do all of that all the time. Oh, I cannot That's mix cannabis. alcohol and cannabis. Oh yeah, I can. I didn't not forever. Somehow, in my adult age, but yeah, it doesn't. There's certain times, and there's other substances that I can't. But for the most part, it never affects me. Even like, I don't even know. I can't like if I can't smoke weed I'm real sick like real real sick like I huh. even having like a sore throat I will like spray it and still have a couple puffs that sounds really <laughs> stonerish it's not the point of it but anyways guys from someone that is oh, not yeah. that's not a wine connoisseur um the experience and the adventure that you have going out to them is so much fun so I can't wait for you to come and try it but that's where I spent my day I highly suggest if you're 
anywhere in BC or anywhere that has wineries. Um, it's a lot of fun, even if don't think you have to be a wine person at all. Actually, they welcome it and they laugh. I just laugh. I'm like, I'm terrible at alcohol. I'm sorry. Just give me, don't give me anything red. It tastes like feet. Um, uh, I'm sorry. I love, that's awesome. I do like rosé. Rosé is my like n- new one. That's I, I, I know people laugh, but that's, I'm good. And I try to blush today, learned what that was about. And, you know, we had some white, so it was fun. It's such a good experience. And I'm um, just going to say this, um, you know, maybe we'll have an episode on this one day, but um, <laughs> we ran around the corner to go like have a puff and there's these other girls smoking and they were part of another tour and we had to borrow their lighter and we were just talking and you know, when you're drunk and or whatever, like, you know, having a good time with your girlfriends and you meet another girlfriends and you just all talk and it's so fun and you have good laughs and oh, everyone yeah. was smiling and no one was wearing masks and no one was afraid of each other and no one was worried about anything. And we were all just laughing and having a good time. And I don't Dude. know if it was alcohol or the cannabis, but I literally wanted to tear in that moment because I was like, I didn't realize how much I missed this human connection, the simplicity of just smiling at another group of girls having a wild, fun time. Like, anyways, it was just like an all around really good day. So I think for me, it's like I really wanted to stay in the moment and not get too out of control so I could really enjoy the experience and enjoy just having normal life back. And that was just like the icing on top of the cake. Actually, the icing on top of the cake is talking about self-love today guys in episode 31 i don't know if we even <laughs> mentioned that i think we might have scrolled um maybe if the alcohol I think is, is present but we're on episode 31 we are talking about sex baby this month and as promised we're going to talk about self-love a nicer way to say masturbation however you want to look at it but to us and we'll get into it uh that part is like just the physical part right we we had there's mm-hmm. there's so many different layers to it and so we wanted to title it self-love because we feel like just like an onion it has layers <laughs> yeah masturbation you don't want to just have like a like I mean you can right like you yeah. can totally I think there are probably episodes where you can go on podcasts and see like where they talk about you could put literally key in masturbation I bet and it'll bring Tips up and podcast tricks. shows yeah so like you know that's unique I think too. I like I like this and it's a little more like user I don't know. User friendly. It's more for really every. Know. It, you know, it's it's more for like things that again, like we said, we don't talk about the the. It's easy to talk about. Not easy. I guess it is hard for some, but to talk about mm. what kind of toys or what you do or sex with mm. your spouse or that, like we said, the sexy things. But like, what are we talking about? Um, and in this episode specifically, uh, what your love? Holy shit, self love for yourself <laughs> and what that means because that does transfer over to your relationships. That does transfer how you show up for yourself, how you show up for your spouse. And that can change over time. And again, nobody talks about it. No one talks about, you know, coming out of a really stable relationship. And all of a sudden, like for me, having to go from a marriage going into the Tinder scene. Do you know how fucked up that was? Oh, dude. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And not in the same, like that degree, but like essentially that's, I, when I separated from my ex, that was the first thing that happened. I actually honestly think I was so mad at what happened between him and I when it happened. Like this, if any, I'm going to regret this, I'm sure, but it's coming out now. But fucking like, I was so mad at him for the shit that he was pulling that I was like, I'm going to download like some website. And like, I just started like being this conniving bitch. And I was like, oh, but buddy, it was the worst thing. And right? it was just like, that's why I don't like it. Cause I was like, it made me feel so empty and like people just yeah. like, you know, I don't know for me, like I was just in a really damaged place. So it was like, it yeah. was just really strange. And I think that's so strange. That's what, I know. And I think that's what we were kind of like getting at earlier when we we're talking about, it, it was kind of like, 
you know, we laughed because like, obviously I knew who Grant was being in like the gyms and I had, you know, had my eyes on him the year before and then he dated someone else and like super respectful. I'm like, yeah, no, like, bye. Unfollowed him. Um, yeah. And then like, he wasn't even talking to me. I was just like drooling over him and then um, ah. unfollowed him. And then it was like, you know, it was so funny timing. And then uh, it was later winter, closer to Christmas around my birthday. And we started kind of like chit chatting because we were at the uh, gym together and a little bit on Instagram and we were like friendly talking on Instagram and then I stumbled across him on Tinder and I was like uh, what do I do Ooh. and you swiped obviously yes please yeah. but I was like I messaged him I was like I don't know what to do because then I was like we were just starting to become friends so I didn't want to you know ruin that either because I was just coming out of a bunch of crap myself and I really you know really enjoyed talking to him and then you know how sex can sometimes really it could be really great but it can really ruin relationships too depending on okay. where you are in your life um and again those are things that people don't talk about um sometimes you're just in a space you know so um for me and him it was just kind of funny and so obviously I went for it but you know, before that, my very first Tinder experience was fucked. I was like, is this real life after being with someone for eight years? I was like, I understood it and I got it, but I didn't understand it until I left. And I was like, whoa. It's like, freaky, I right? It was, but I didn't expect that. And I was like, that's not what I'm looking for. So I did have, I kept it, but I didn't like use it like I did the first time. Like, and, you know, I actually used Tinder for it. It was just like, okay, this is actually what this means. Don't expect anything from anybody on this platform ever. So me and Grant obviously had that connection before. So it was like an easier one. Um, but I can definitely have seen both sides of it. I just had my first immediate one and I was like, had already been kind of like abused and we'll talk about this down the road um from someone else before that so I kind of was like not shocked I was just like oh mm -hmm, yeah yeah they're all trash okay so we're squirreling again let's get back to basics episode 31 self-love we're here we are here we are here so what is self-love to you so for me self-love outside of like the actual form of saying you know masturbation and the physical act of touching um I feel like self-love is something that's more like learning to love yourself on an intimate level and having a connection within yourself that's sacred to really like only you obviously you can share that with your partner but most importantly building that re relationship with yourself because eventually I kind of feel if you have that self-love and that understanding and that connection to yourself um definitely just particularly in the sexual realm that'll triple up like ripple out to those around you obviously not everyone's gonna but you you know you're in a better mood you you feel good when you're you're in a line and vibing with yourself and same with your your spouse too right so it's kind of yeah. like self-love to me is kind of like knowing yourself on an intimate level it doesn't have to be always the sexual side but that part I think is important because it kind of like the humility and all that kind of stuff and all the shame kind of has to melt away for you to fully enjoy that kind of like meditation you kind of have to like block it out to really focus on yourself and be selfish. And I think that's really hard for a lot of people. Um, so that could be like intimately just like being with yourself or pleasuring yourself or whatever. So for me, that's kind of kind of what it is. What about you? Um, Self-love to me is anything that you're doing that shows love back to yourself. And like you had said, um, you know, you want to know yourself on an intimate level. and But you know, like there, we're like we said in the beginning, like this show is, there's layers to it. It's not just touching yourself, you know? You got to, I don't know, there's more to it now. It's, and especially, you know, like you were married and there was, there was things and like life. And then, then me, I had my own weird things happen. And then, so and it goes it's just back like, and forth in different yeah, times like, of your life, totally. It is so much more than just masturbating, honestly. It is definitely, like, 
um i'm like i'm finding myself wanting to be like more connected in 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 the moment when it's happening so like not trying to have like weird intruding thoughts or thinking Mm -hmm. about because you know like it's and that and that's the thing like always be like well maybe it's just my household too because like I have a busy house I get a kid and there's um six of us living in the house so true yes um it's just weird yeah Yeah, so it's like gotta be quick but like I'm really kind of just trying to super enjoy this time where I have no child and things are like you know, so I'm vibing Your and time. it's fun. Like, yeah, it's my time. So it is definitely more than just uh, touching. It is getting to know yourself personally, like, like deeply personally, if that yeah. makes sense. Absolutely. And it's just like, it's, and I think we talked about this it, kind of silly how there's like, again, this taboo thing around it when like, I mean, when we sent that, we sent this meme, I'll try and share it. If I remember on the stories, it was kind of like, don't put a ring on a masturbator. And it just made oh, me laugh yes. so hard as if, as if like for one, like, yes, people have sex to reproduce, but don't tell me for a second fucking Betty that you're not having a good time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's for reproduction, but don't tell me that sex is a good. So let me, let me get this straight. Like, why wouldn't you take advantage, especially being yourself, especially being a single person and with someone like that doesn't matter, but especially being single, why wouldn't you take that time to explore that? Like, and have mm-hmm. that for yourself and do that for yourself. And for me and that's fine like I'm not saying it. like I said I'm I'm not crazy all over the place buy me a sex swing but I'm also not like you know super prude so <laughs> it's like you know in, in the middle of it and I just for me though it's just like that has nothing to do with it it's about the connection to yourself it's about taking time for you if you look at it like you know going to do yoga or meditating you have to like not you have to but I find like you're better off to like clear your mind and be like you know, feeling good about yourself. And that could be anything that could honestly just be like sitting there and fucking hugging yourself. If you want to, like I said, we're not going to sit here and go through oh, yeah. different ways, but like, what are different ways besides like a physical touch kid? Would you say it that are like self-love practices for yourself? Honestly, like, um, I love to lay in my room in the dark with the candles going. Mm-hmm. Um, just lie. I like, we just been going through like a few weeks of renovations and my living room's all put back together so um my new vibe right now is we got this new like area rug and I just love to like this is like my little island the couch and my blankets and my pillows yeah, <laughs> so that's no. like something and I like I, I have this stuffed animal that I fucking just adore so like um I have that out here as well like I'm basically essentially 13 going on 30 so <laughs> we'll just throw that out there <laughs> um uh, what else? What Did I start else? Calling uh, you Jenna? Yes, probably. <laughs> um, I think just really also honoring myself and not saying yes to a lot of things that I know that I can't really show up for, mm-hmm. because that's like honoring yourself in that way is it gives you like a sense of power that like it's weird yeah. when you say no to something that you know like you don't want to do and you don't feel bad about it. You're like, hey this is cool. Yeah. I'm taking care of me. I like this feeling. It makes me feel good. Yeah. Um, And I'm listening to me. Yeah, exactly. So that's like, that's another thing for me. I think that I would say that besides uh, the physical side of it, that, um, that you, you know, could practice self-love and like, uh, boundaries, healthy boundaries. Those are, yes. I think that goes the same with saying no, when you know, you need to not say yes. Um, yeah, absolutely. So what about for you? yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, for sure. 
so classy anyways um I think for me it's kind of too like we talked in last episode it's kind of like changed over the years so for like for example, when I was a teenager, I was just like a horny teenager and having sex with my boyfriend. So that just wasn't like something that was a thought because I literally had him whenever I wanted to. We we're always together. Like that's what sex was. And so it wasn't like, again, frowned upon. But again, I think what we talked about at that time, it was like jerking off was for boys, you know, and like maybe that was something I missed out on. But I don't feel like I missed out on that. Like, I think I'm good. Like, I, I, I got mine. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> nobody needs to worry about me. Um, but uh, there's times too in my life for example like when I was married um and my spouse went away you know those were really trying times and it's not like would ever go cheat on him by any standards but it was just like you felt alone when you're in the patch right so it's like oh, yeah learning to have this like self-love and I did a little bit but I still kind of I didn't feel weird about it but I just didn't understand it like I do now um and <laughs> in my current relationship it solely serves the purpose of like self-connection and self-exploration um more at times than it does like serving something sexual for me. Like I have my spouse for that um, where it's like, if I do that or if I find time to do that, it's because I feel like I'm off from myself or I feel a little disconnected or I just want me time, you know, like, you know, I have my mom visiting for a month. Like I'm not going to be upset because I probably am not going to have time to do that. Like that's not mm-hmm. the end of the world, but you know, if she's gone and grant's gone and I'm here by myself one night. Yeah. Abs- you know, like it, where it was like before, when I was single, it was because like I was missing that sexual connection. So that was obviously, you know, getting off if you want to say twirly. Um, but now it's more like it's for me and the self connection. And then it feels like when I can connect to myself, then I feel, and this has nothing to do with my spouse, but then I feel more connected to be that way in my relationship. And like I said, I, for me, if I can show up for myself like that and be so honest and open and humble and to what I like, then I can communicate that with my spouse. And that just brings us even closer. Um, so yeah and then fuck yeah I love that I, I think too I think the credit is like the saying is and I used to hate this but if you look good you feel good and I think that's really true but I think people convolute that because of the way society is so they think that by saying if you look good you feel good you need to show up dolled up and fancy all the time no it's when you feel confident you look good I can be confident in a baggy sweatpants and a tank top and I can be insecure with the nicest fucking makeup done for me, my hair done in the nicest looking outfit. Like it, it's really like self-love to me too. Also is a big part of like self-acceptance of your mind, your thought patterns, your body, what you want to do with it, what you want done to it. It's more than just like touching yourself and like jerking off or whatever <laughs> you want to call it. It can just be that too. Totally. I'm not discrediting that. And like at some point it was that for me. Now it's like, I'm 34. I've been doing this for a while. I've been in my relationship for a while. We've explored things, right? So mm-hmm. I'm not really too confused about those things anymore, but I do like to have that connection. And I notice if I don't do it for a while, I miss that with myself. Um, so I think if you can intimately connect with yourself and by caring for yourself in all different ways, that's just going to improve life in general. And I mean, the joke is all the time when someone's crusty like oh she needs to get laid like yeah you can get laid but you can also do it for yourself so yep. you know I think that helps improve and not make you be such a crusty um but I also understand not doing it and being like really nervous too but I really implore people to do that um for themselves just to have a connection with themselves like you're missing out on that that connection you could have with yourself yes. and yeah I don't know just yeah and if you don't know what you want how do you fully expect without communicating to your partner what yeah. you want. So well, self-discovery exactly. is super helpful in your relationship, you know, if you, you know, or whoever you want to bag at that level or whatever, wherever you're at. Right. So yep. yeah, definitely. Like you said, loving yourself, accepting yourself. And like for you, like your self-love, accepting bodies. We've talked about dark body dysmorphia so much. And that's, you know, 
that's loving yourself instead of getting in those moments and being like, oh, oh my gosh, is he going to like hate me like this? It's turning around being like, oh girl, he's lucky you, he got this, you know, and mm-hmm. working that kind of stuff into there. So I think we kind of talked about this a little bit, but what are other aspects besides the physical touch that's important to you about it? Connection. Yeah. And uh, so, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, I, you know, I've never really had a really romantic anything like I think there was a couple that were um they were sweet I remember them being really sweet so I think that there was a few times that but it was never as I grew older on the level that I needed if you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so no no rose petals or hot drawn baths or breakfast in bed or pleasure that was solely about me Mm -hmm. uh so I'm learning to basically redefine that for myself like you know, I don't think you, like you're saying, like, I don't think you need to have a man or rely on a man to do everything like that. Like, cause mm-hmm. you know, you can, it's, it's, and it's a, I think it's, it's kind of a powerful thing too. like taking the time to have that intimate connection with yourself is quite mm-hmm. powerful. I, I, you know, and weirdly, like if I do it and I'm cre- I'm quite creative mm-hmm. in the day, in that day. And I just, I can, I connect those things and I'm like, interesting. Uh, Because you feel freer to be yourself or you just feel like you had that moment that was for you. And I think that's a big thing that get a lot of people get it twisted. And I'm sure a lot, not a lot, but I'm sure some people will get that twisted. It's like, oh, well, if you're with someone, like you should be able to do that. Yeah. hundred percent. That gets done too. But that just proves that some people don't understand that connection of self-love then because it's not just about that. Yeah. It is about that, but it's other things too. It's having that mind clear, having Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Uh, moment to yourself having that satisfaction that you yourself can make you feel just as great as other people can make you feel with other things you know like and there's different things like I have this sounds bad but like not boundaries but there's certain things like that I would do by myself to myself when I was single that I don't do now because I don't need to I have a spouse to do that Mm -hmm. right so that's what I mean this is like different right and I think people like squeamish away because they don't really understand that connection to it and like you said you, you you have to start with yourself and isn't it nice to know that you can make yourself feel amazing yeah like yeah we want other, mm-hmm. we want other people there we want tons of other people there just kidding that's not bad <laughs> no we don't <laughs> we want our spouse not there. us not us not us <laughs> not us not this not show. us um that came out weird um no it's fine <laughs> drunk brandy's real real we're here for kidding. it we're here for it <laughs> um no we want you want the sp- your spouse it's just like life i know i can live my life without grant i don't want to Mm-hmm. right so it's the same thing with that and I think like you said we keep saying it's about self-love and connecting to yourself and um why can't you romanticize your own life and make things like that yes dude like I swear to god you're reading my fucking mind right now like I'm you're on fire with that like literally I don't know I used to always think that you needed someone to complete your life um but I always yes. now realize that you can be a complete whole person and having another complete whole person beside you living your life together um, as separate entities but still one is just the better way to it so why wouldn't that be the same thing would so let's just look at it this way not to be like man and woman but okay sorry boys have touched themselves in, from day one like I have brothers okay you guys don't have to lie to me I was 12 years old when my mom had kids again okay I knew how you boys yeah. grew up I was like watching like a mom so I know what you guys do with those things okay oh y'all touch them so what's any difference if a guy was gonna fucking jerk off and and like touch himself sorry self-love will be nice I won't be gross and falling (laughs) up but if a guy was self-loving in the shower what's any different Mm -hmm. right so let's like whatever I could get hated and dragged for this there's no difference and guys do that in relationships just as much as girls do so there's no 
difference. Like, nope. you know, and if, and if you're worried about it, communicate. Yep. Totally. Babe, this is an issue, not an issue. Hey, I'm worried about this communication. That'll clear up so many things, right? 100%. Like we know that. So for me, like other aspects I think is like learning to accept my body for the amazing thing that it is and not just a body to have sex with. Mm-hmm. Um, really early on, I like, think we talked about, it was like validation for sex. Like your physical self was like your worth. And so um, that kind of put a weird thing on what physical touch was to me. So I think that maybe would have put something on for myself for a while, like in my early twenties, why it was like not taboo, but just something I didn't think about. Um, and before there was just like, it was about, like I said, just, you know, there was no sex. So that was me having sex. Um, yeah. but it's just now with like self-love, it's different. It's evolved just like with sex in a relationship at first, you're just having, you're not having just sex, but you know, it's different. And then you evolve into the relationship where it's like, love and connection and deeper and I think that's the same thing with self-love like you know there's different layers to it so when you start accepting your body you start seeing it as more of a thing of beauty and not just a piece of what did someone say the other day a meat suit <laughs> I died oh my meat god suit you know and like you know that's not sexy this is why I don't have only fans um but you know <laughs> It's just once you let go of that and you become vulnerable and you have self-acceptance, like all those things lead to so much more. And that's so much more that you get out of self-love than just the physical touch. Like that's the good part, but it's learning to accept your body. It's learning to stand in front of the mirror and love it for what it is. And, you know, those kind of things for me is it's hard to do. And I think it's been the hardest part of the journey, but I think it's the one that's most rewarding for yourself. And then for your spouse or future spouses or spouses. What is wrong with me? I am into one person <laughs> relationships. Um, oh my I don't gosh. know where the plural is coming from. But yeah, I think it kind of just teaches you also to get out of your own head um, and just just to be there for yourself and showing up for yourself. So besides the fun physical part that it gives you, um, definitely if um, you know, you're good at it, you know what you're doing. Um, but yeah, it's connecting to your body and then just like feeling empowered after just being like, I know my body. I'm not afraid of myself. I used to be. I used to be afraid of that. Not afraid, no, I... but confused by it. Now I know everything about her and I'm real happy about it. There you go. Hey, amen to that, people, sister. I feel like a lot of people feel that way. No, it's, it takes time. It takes time to understand, you know? I, and honestly, like, think I just want to ask, like, randomly. Mm-hmm. My parents never spoke to me about masturbating. Like that was, I don't think this was a conversation that we had. I for sure know. I think like, I don't remember it being a conversation talked to me directly. I think that's probably something I would have learned at school maybe and talked about it at home and then like would hear it in passing with the boys more than me. Mm, like, okay. I don't think it was like a joke. Like, I don't think we would like awkwardly, you know, joke about that, about me doing it, but there'd be a joke about like the boys or something, you know, like in puberty, like offhanded like jokes like not gross but you know what I mean but it was never like I said it wasn't talked about but it wasn't like if I had questions I'm sure they were answered but it I didn't feel like it just wasn't on my mind yeah fair enough right and like yeah like I was 16 when I had my first that uh that that sounds terrible and then I was just having sex <laughs> after that with guys so it was just like that's what you did you had sex with your boyfriend that's what sex was for is having sex with your boyfriend or your, your spouse or whatever right it wasn't like you know, to get off like that. It was, but it was, I don't know. Um, no, I know what you mean. But you know what I mean? Like it wasn't, I wasn't chasing that. It was more chasing the connection and it was fun and we're teenagers mm-hmm. and we're horny and it, it settled that. But then I was on birth control. So it like made me crazy and I, hmm. Oh fuck. Wild times. But do you, do you feel like you're so like, obviously 
younger. We'll, we'll kind of remove that. Like, cause we're both kind of, it wasn't really, you obviously weren't supported in a sense that you didn't talk about it when you were younger, but are you supported now? About- uh, I do. I do. Um, it's, I, it's more so, it was actually more so just myself and changing my habits mm. that, um, it's, I don't know. I had, I had a weird relationship with this, with it as well. And then like, my last relationship was really strange. Like steroids was um, really different. Like it really intensified things for me. Mm, I've and heard so, that actually. <clears throat> I've heard some girls struggle on the <laughs> the stairmaster because things are a little um, too exciting, vibrant down there. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. No, I can definitely, I can definitely attest to that. Like, there so you didn't really have I, to do anything. You just had to walk. Yeah, I. Uh, it was dangerous. So I had like a, we'll get into this later on. Like, um, cause I have it and I have, I have, I think it comes up in a question later, but I had, I had an issue with like a hypersexuality, like, um, and I didn't ever, I like, I didn't know that that's what it was. Like, that's really what it was. Cause I was like, you know, I was a teenager, but there was a lot of weird stuff, you know, weird shit that I hadn't really dealt with. So I feel like, a lot of the reason that I had sex was just to try to fill a void yep. that was unfillable that way. Yes. What I was I, I needing totally and agree. have needing to have was like deep love and connection. And what I was getting was like surface level stuff. So um, yeah, I, I've, I've definitely feel supported now. Uh, That's awesome. And just, to support myself to be like no you deserve to have that time for yourself with yourself like you know like I'm my best advocate so um, yeah if you yeah, don't like, like you shifting that mindset not feeling so much shame and yeah. just being like this is my body and this is you know I I don't know I just yeah it's different now so do you feel supported to partake in self-love yeah. aspects yeah totally I mean uh Grant bought me anything that I do have so it's definitely not a secret in this house um but again too like our first three years if plus of our relationship he was gone half the time so you know like making sure that I'm being supported in that way and he knew that I was like not against that for myself and you know and I love that he supported that and my ex did support it as well that wasn't anything that he was against it was just something that I didn't it wasn't really just a thing that was in my life I think it was like oh it's there I, like I said, I wish I would have realized how great it was uh, sooner mm-hmm. on in life, but um, it was more like there once in a while. Um, but now, and maybe that's just with the, um, the being who I'm with and feeling, being open to talk about that stuff um, with him a little bit more. So yeah, I definitely feel empowered and safe to do those things. Um, and, uh, but like I said, I feel like for me, especially this last year, it's been really great because he's been home this whole time. <laughs> so I've been able to have my meat suit home. <laughs> oh, oh my God, my meat suit. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, so he's been home. So it's not something that, you know, like, yeah, I still like to have that connection with myself and I have time to do it. But um, I also feel like I'm in a really good place too. So it's not, and it, I used to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing it. So I'm, I lose that connection with myself. But then I'm also like, but you it's not something that you need to do right now or something that, you know, you're feeling good about yourself. It's not, you know what I mean? So also Mm -hmm. validating why I'm doing it. Like you said, if you were, didn't realize you're hypersexual and you're an addict, you can get addicted. People, maybe people don't think this because maybe they don't understand addict mentality fully, but you can get addicted to anything. 
like at any point in time. And for one, sex is a huge thing that's addicted, but there'd be no difference of like people that, and I know some people, and if you're listening, you freaks, I love you. Um, but some people I know that like can't even make it home and they have to go touch themselves. Like not that person, get it, you know, but everyone's also diff- different. And are you doing it because you need to do it? Are you finding validation in it? Are you addicted to that? You know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, why was I doing this? Is I searching for something? Am I really wanting to connect with myself? Like what, what, what do I need out of this? And right now I don't need anything that way. I feel super connected to myself. I'm self-loving in other ways that the physical part's just not needed right now. But you know, if I have a day that I'm home alone or whatever, I'm not going to be against it, but I just, yeah. And I think I used to feel shame about not having time for myself. Like you need to take time. (laughs) Oh, that's okay too. Like, you know, (laughs) there's a balance. Yeah. You don't have to just sit around and masturbate all the time right yeah totally. I mean you can like, do whatever you want I mean I had yeah. a solid five weeks off of work this year <laughs> just kidding ah fuck yeah uh, but yeah do you and so like we kind of circled around this but like obviously you don't feel shamed now but have you in the past yeah you, it's it was, it was weird like, it was like so for me like masturbation was a thing that was meant for older women like who mm. were like you know, just women, like older women who were established. And so, you know, they look at you, like, I think honestly, too, like, from a young age, like, I knew what it was, which is unusual, I think. Yeah. But at the same time, I've talked to other girlfriends who are like, no, I've totally, like, got myself off when I was, like, six years old, like, one time. I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, and because it's just one of the, and so it's just when you, I feel like my, just the way things were and I just didn't have a clear understanding or sense of it or what it was. I just wasn't sure about it. So, um, yeah, like I think that was definitely in the beginning was really strange. But now I don't because I'm like, you're a bad bitch and you deserve to have that 100% connection. 100%. If it makes you feel – because I just – it does. It makes me feel good. And um, I've just learned how to not – overdo it that's what, I, what mean. I, like, I think overthink and overthink it and put too much stress and anxiety yeah. on it, right like and that's like we said and that sounds stupid if you're like how could you not but it, you can though because then mm-hmm. you're just like you know then you start going through these questions to yourself and it's just like with anything with anxiety right or like anything oh. with addiction you're like okay i gotta because something feels good you can you know and people can laugh but it's the same thing with like okay could you take your coffee away i can i'm fine i don't drink coffee but there's some people that'll punch you if you take their coffee. Now, tell me you're not addicted to it. <laughs> right. But, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with it. Like, I don't want anybody to feel shamed for feeling that way. But there's also got to be a balance, too, right? Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with being hypersexual. But if you're hypersexual and search for validation through sex, that could be dangerous. It could be you know? so dangerous. So you got to think of those things always, in my opinion, right? Because you can be. Um, for me, like, I don't believe I'm, I ever felt shamed because I just don't think it's something I thought about and everyone around me was always cool and, and uh, cool about it, I think. And like, it wasn't anything that was like tabooed, but not talked about, but not not talked about. Um, but for a lot of the times, like, to be real, everyone touches their privates. I don't care what anybody says. I yeah, don't no. care the like Pope and the nuns and the people that pledge, like, I'm sorry, they still touch themselves. There's no freaking way. Why, why would whoever you believe in put these things on our body if they weren't mean to be pushed and touched? Yep. So, you know, and honestly, like I said, if people want to shame other people for doing that, that's fine. It's not your life and it's not your private part. So that's really okay. Um, like and we, I think, 
Oh, yes. Go. Sorry. Keep sorry. Going. I was just saying, I think I would have been at the age where I would have felt more shame, like you said, a little bit younger, where you weren't really sure about that connection to yourself yet or what that even meant. I think by the time that I started having this connection with myself, I was already focused on not giving a fuck what other people thought from just like my natural life and that people just need to mind their business anyway. So mm-hmm. it was just something like a worry I didn't have to worry about. You know what I mean? Um, I think the only worry or the, and it's not a shame, but I think my only worry was like, maybe my spouse not understanding that, that, that was just for me and my connection. It had nothing to do with, you know, our relationship and connection. Um, but right. again, that's the simple thing of talking clears that right up. Right. Um, 100%. And people don't know that if you don't talk about it. Right. So like I said, when you realize it's more of an activity for self care and your needs and your womanhood, um, you know, people can call it dirty or don't, don't wet a masturbate or don't put a wedding ring on him. Okay, fine. Then be with okay. the crusty person. Okay. Like, okay, don't, whatever. Like you can all call whatever. I'm not usually very like out there, but I'm not a prude either. Like, come on, don't lie. Just like we procreate for a reason and don't tell me that didn't feel good. And if it didn't, I'm sorry, you need to find someone else because if you're with the wrong person, if you're not having fun. No, for sure. Like I can totally agree with that. Um, And we've touched on this a little bit. Do you think your mental health, um, do you think your mental health affects your ability to self-love or has or have, or how's that journey? Fucking rights it has. (laughs) Uh, Not that we want to celebrate that, but like I said, I just did not have a healthy connection to myself. And like, honestly, like it gave me chills thinking about this, but looking back at my life and like my experiences and all the times that I basically, I just, I don't know, like, I over, I overdid it. Like, steroids was really bad. A healthy habit. And the steroids were even, like, it was just bad. Like, I was, I was not in a mind, uh, mind capacity to take something of that caliber and not know the side effects and shit like that. And Mm -hmm having chronic depression and fucking anxiety and not knowing you know and like not I'm never understanding why I felt sometimes really shitty the way I did and like just fucked it was fucked up so yeah definitely it definitely affected like um I yeah as I had sex like really young and then I I just yeah it was always a part of my life and it's I don't like that that it was from such an early on time I wish I would have waited and like had a little more like knowledge and respect for my body before I went and like made that choice so I just think I really abused it and so it's really like ah that's why I like to really set the mood you know like like candles and yeah fucking get it more things soft like wear soft things and just you know just just be connected to it myself and knowing that I am safe and that I don't need to feel shame and that uh everything's okay and I like that sounds so weird but like it's it's comforting when you you just have a moment to like sit there and breathe and go I'm completely with myself right now like that's it's cool to be in that pause and be that present and I'm allowed to and this is yes yes and there's nothing wrong with taking this time for myself yeah yeah and so do you think yours your mental illnesses affected this for you um not as much as it as it has with sex for sure. Um, I think for me, because there's like, like I said, when I started doing it, it was later in life. So there was no body dysmorphia because there's no one else in the room. You know, there's not any anxiety because there's no one else there. Um, It's something that's just me. Um, 
And it's like easier to hush away any thoughts or doubts because it's just me. So like, I don't need to worry about what anybody else is thinking. And that's not ever been communicated to me to a spouse. This is all made up inside my head. Um, and that's all it is. It's like, there's never once been a time where my spouses have ever said anything to me. This is all made up in my head with my anxiety when it comes to that. Um, they've never once expressed anything like that. And it's just so funny because I'll say things out loud and it's always met with zero validation of my stupid body dysmorphic thoughts. Um, and I'm always reassured that it either doesn't exist or it's not something to have an issue about. Um, it's definitely a mean thing. Um, and I mean, obviously done in the most safest and kind way, like, you know, but it's just like, sometimes you just have to like, if your spouse just has to kind of help you kind of get through that and stuck in your own head, but it's there, but with, by myself, it's not there. Cause there's nobody else. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, like, but <clears throat> that's again, having communication with your spouse, like banana hammocks that are like behind your butt, like the little pack packets of fat behind, under your, under your butt, you know, the cellulite. I know it's super dumb. Um, but immediately in my head, I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, my God, can you see this? Like, and then I'll get weird. And then I, like, try to, like, cover it or, like, you know, sit funny. And I'm like, ah. And it's like, what are you fucking talking about? I'm like, I don't know. Mm. It's not there. I know it's not there. It's just it's just fucking okay. It's whatever. Yeah, thanks. Great. And it's like, Aww. no, everything looks amazing. But, you know, it's always all in our head. Yeah. And if you don't have that communication to tell your spouse, like, hey, this is not you. It's me. I'm just a basket case from whatever. Not, not even basket case. I don't even say that. Like, you know what I mean? However, you need to communicate it. That was me. I'm like, hey, I've had some shit. I'm like, this isn't you. This is me. But I need to tell you so that you don't take this personally. And that, I think, was like my biggest, my biggest thing. Um, but for me, being personal with my self-love, I mean, outside of like getting around my mental illnesses with body dysmorphia and that kind of stuff. Um, I'm really okay with myself now. But again, like I said, I think because I started later in life mm-hmm. doing that, it kind of set me up to be successful in that sense. Yeah. Right. No, and, and that's really great. That's what I, that's kind of what I wish I would have like had or like the route I would have gone. Like, cause yeah. it just, it sounds like, you know, I don't know. I just, it was so weird. So I'm, I like that I, you yeah. had, that's I like fair. that you had a pretty decent experience, you know, getting into it and, mm-hmm. and I hate that you have um I hate that you have the same issues I have with your body dysmorphia it's yeah it's annoying it's getting there and it's better and better and honestly like the only thing that makes it better is being more open about it it sounds shitty mm-hmm. but like it's like when you say it out loud it's like you're calling yourself out Hell yeah like, you know when you annoy yourself and you annoy yourself so much with the thoughts that you had in your head and you're like okay am I still on this about myself mm-hmm. well when you say it out loud that makes it 10 times more fucking annoying to other people around you. So <laughs> it sounds bad, but like if I'm going to say it in my head, then I want to say it out loud because then I'm like, oh my God, now I'm annoying this person because this is obviously not true or not valid mm-hmm. or not something that's like worth my breath. So if I'm not going to repeat it to this person in front of me, why am I repeating it to myself? Yeah, no shit. Right. So um, about this though, like were you obviously outside of the show because we've decided to bear all about our lives. Are you open about this in real life? Obviously with your spouse, but for everyone else, like, is this a chat that you would have with like, actually? Yes. Yep. Yep. Besides me and our show. Yep. Yep. Well, no, you're one of them. Um, I have a few other two, few other girlfriends where there's just like literally no shame and no judgment. And I mean, like literally you can like with the girls, it's just like, Hey, do you have a sec? Can you look at this? Hey, something weird is happening. What do you think this is? Hey, what is this? 
you know, like, and it's like that between all of us, like yeah. every, every single one of us is guilty of sending a text message like that to another girlfriend. And it's like such a beautiful thing that you can have that type of like connection with other women that, you know, cause it, yeah. it, I don't know. I feel like I've learned a lot through the openness of the circle of friends that I have. Always, always. And it's true. Like, and, it, and even if, even if when you have those friends, like, even if it's something they're like, Oh, well, yeah, you know, that's not my kind of thing, but like, good on you and cool. Like, you know, that's the other thing too, is I think what we're finding is in the beauty of our uniqueness and diversity, when we've been kind of like programmed to hate ourselves because of or hate each other because of it. Yes. Right. So it's just like, we can, yes, we want to talk to like, sometimes there's just some things I obviously cannot help you with parenting. Obviously, I don't have children. So I can talk. And yes, of course, mm-hmm. I have validity to some of the things or whatever I want to that I say, because I am observer, you know, I secondhand see that stuff. And I have my own experiences. However, it's really hard for me to do that. It, it, mm-hmm. I feel like in a weird position talking about it. So I would ex- like think for you to go to one of your mom friends, you know, but that doesn't mean yeah. that I don't sit, want to sit here and hear it and be there for you and try to give my best advice as an outside person. Totally. Right? So like, I don't know. And and for me about this squirreling again, as, as per usual, but <laughs> I think um, like, again, it's something that I've never been not like open to talk about, but it's not something that I would just like openly talk about, but there's been conversations my whole life. So I think for me, um, in all aspects of sexuality, it was just kind of like there and facts and like there was pressure, but not, and I felt very open to talk about things, but it wasn't something that needed to be talked about. And it's not something that was as much of a conversation um, now as it was, you know, in the early 2000s, mid mid 2000s, I guess. So things are definitely much more sexualized and talked about now. Mm. So I don't know if I was my teenage self or that now if that would be different you know what I mean Um, yeah but it's definitely something I never shied about but I as a teenager didn't partake in and as an adult I had no problems I went to sex parties after all that I just really didn't care but also not Mm -hmm. something like oh I bought a new toy and I posted online like that's not no 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 no, (laughs) also like I don't hide it but I also don't I also do like to also have some mystery to my life and stuff kept in between my spouse and I and Mm -hmm. uh, I just think that that's just how I've grown up and always been um so not something I'm shy to talk about obviously but also not something I'm like oh yeah I just bought this new vibrator all over social media totally yeah, fine no. if you want to do that there ain't nothing wrong with that ever I def- no I definitely but- text my girlfriends when I got my yeah. new thing that I got like I was oh. like hey this thing's fucking yeah. wicked like you should try this <laughs> yes and a hundred percent totally but like to post it on your social media again fuck no to each their own that's just there's a level it's not of me. privacy you know and anxiety and again, level yeah well and for me it's just kind of like why do people need to know that for me mm-hmm. you know if you're selling it or you're in the business too or you're pushing the positivity in that for sure 100 percent, that makes sense that's why people will go to your page and do that you know I have you know like my photography clients and podcast people on like I want to talk about these kind of things it's not my forte I know mm-hmm. what I like I think that's also another thing this is very unique to some people I know some people don't use anything just what God had given them um, and some people have a fucking room dedicated to those things, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. all for for everyone. Um, but talking to all the, the things, all the things. I'm um, talking about, you know, having red rooms of pain. Um, which, yes, 100%. You need to read those books. And I'm just gonna say this now. I didn't want to get on the Fifty Shades of Grey, and I'm sure there's better, smuttier stuff out there. Blah blah blah. Don't drag me. I really didn't want to get on that train. I was like, no. I really hated doing stuff that everyone did. 
So mm-hmm. when everyone was reading fucking, what was it? What's those? Twilight. Nope. Not touching those. You know, uh, because I, being in the bookstore was on trends really fast because books were always mm-hmm. coming out. So I just was like, no, I'm not reading it. So I held out for so long and I hated myself for it after. Like, she just has really good writing. And that just really, like, yeah, really good writing. So that really opened up a lot of stuff um, with that. And obviously, there was a lot hmm. of like controversy about that. Uh, so that kind of leads us into why do you think things like this and sex and, and self love and stuff are so sick, stigmatized in society? All right, this one's pretty jam packed. So I'm just Ooh. gonna go and uh, whew, without, you know, crunching too many toes here. But also being just authentically myself. Um, <laughs> I like. I believe. Oh yeah, I think the idea that we can't self please goes really far back, and I hate to say it, but a lot of religious circles place direct shame on it. Mm-hmm. So, like abstinence, abstinence is the only key, and I'm not here to knock it or anything like that. To each their own, but you have to be able to realize that there is damage that is done in having that mentality. Mm-hmm. It's a little cult-like for me Mm -hmm. and just another way to police the body. And it's just really not for me. Like, you know, um, I think that, and uh, that we'll get into it and like there's a, we'll get into this just a little bit later, but Mm -hmm. uh, I think it, yeah, that's one of the biggest things. Like, I think that society and the church has really fucking shamed shamed it and yeah like sex before marriage and touching yourself like jesus christ no you can't do that and it's like what the fuck i don't get it like i don't get it and but that's just me right because there's some there are people out there that i believe that don't and they have that i think what they call it is self-restraint but i'm like is that what it is or are you depriving yourself like i don't really know But like so, what, Yeah. what is the, okay. So like, <laughs> it's going to sound weird, but mm-hmm. if you have a, an itch, you scratch it. If you have yeah. a tickle in your nose, usually you sneeze. So why is this? Because it can be something that you could share pleasure with somebody else. Why is that bad to be able to do for yourself? Especially like, you know, I, and, and I'll, I'll, cause I always do, um, not always do, but I like to kind of like contrast that really religious people think that that's like some people you know is just you know the act of just reproducing mm-hmm. um and and I, I i don't see it but i kind of like think it's sad yes um, but i kind of understand that but i just i, I like you said i just don't understand it because to me it's just like a part of your body and if you believed in god then why and it was and not saying this and we won't get into this too much but like if you believed him why would he make it pleasurable or feel good if it was just meant to for reproduction right um i don't know much about the other animal kingdom um at all maybe they do enjoy it but i feel like for the most part and dolphins do yes but for the most part most animals do that to reproduce right but i think Mm -hmm. humans are special in the fact that it brings a connection and we talk about emotions to connection to that we talk about different layers of it right so Mm -hmm. um i think that's another thing too is uneducation and again with something's against one narrative it's going to be blown to be the worst thing in the world, like reefer madness. <laughs> oh, for sure. Right. And you, yeah, you're totally right. It, it's because I think it got made to be like, and my answer to this was because anything fun and that feels good is the devil. That was, that was my answer. Oh, yeah, no, and that's I perfect. Feel like 
it's true and um and now i okay i'm gonna flip to both sides because i so are there people that abuse this stuff yes are there really bad people in this industry and do bad things 100 percent? but it, it's gonna exist either way so why wouldn't we talk about it and again make sure that people are safe they know what they could do and why wouldn't we push having more connection like think about it this way if more people touch themselves and like took it ter- holy fuck could take care of themselves less likely to be reaching out for validation um, and that would make you feel even less empty. Why not learn how to do, like have the connections, meet the people. And I'm not telling people what to do. This is kind of how I looked at it. Um, It's like take care of yourself and have that power to take care of yourself while you try to meet people. Like for me, I would just go and have sex and then it was like, oh, this isn't the right person. Oh, fuck. I just had sex. I just added one to my number. And, you know, wouldn't it have been nice if I just like had a date and communicated and then went home and took care of that part of it. And then like, found out you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. like I don't know I don't know where I was scrolling with that but fuck I love it though it's just open uh we we're just talking about stigma and yeah um, I'm here for it <laughs> and we're tired of it but anyways why would why would you know and, and 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 to each their own I'm not telling someone to go flick their bean tomorrow what I'm saying no. and what we've said this through this whole show is feel good to do what's good for you as long as it's legal and People are going to judge you no matter what. I get judged. I can either be the bitchiest person I've heard. And I've also been that I'm too nice of a person. And I've also heard that I'm crazy hyper and that I'm just blah. Like I've been skinny and I've been fat. Like <laughs> there's always going to be several truths in the world. Yours is the only that matters. So don't let people tell you what to do. If you want to touch yourself, touch yourself. Yep. Just uh... There's lots of people out there that do. Just got to do your own thing. Yeah. And so for this, what would you like to see the world differently in this aspect? What would you like to kind of see? Uh, oh, uh, uh, this. Yeah. Okay. This one, I would like to honestly see people just kind of stay in their own lane and not shame people for their choices. And this is including myself. Mm-hmm. I would like to stop having certain shameful I, like ideals towards other people I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think awesome. that's uh, that's something that I'd like to see viewed differently. So, in a way, removing the stigma from my own mind around certain things. Um, what about for you? What would you like to see viewed differently? Yeah, that was my answer. People just minding their own beeswax when it comes to others. Love it. And I'm like, that was me calling myself out this year. I've learned in the last couple of years, I've learned a lot of things just because it's not something that I live in my lifestyle. It's not something that brings me happiness or pleasure. It doesn't matter. It's not for me. So as long as everyone's doing things respectfully, no matter what, um, and everyone is happy, I just don't think it matters anymore. And like you said, like calling ourselves out. So in order for me to see the world and other people to mind their own beeswax, I need to mind my own as well. Um, and yeah. definitely checking myself to being like, is that my business to even have an opinion on? No. Yes. Yes. Queen. So, We're on the know, same level. And everyone, you know, and that's, and I, and, and a biggest thing too, I want to say, uh, and about all of this, I kind of attest to all of it. Um, people can grow and change too. So just because you thought something a week ago, yesterday, five minutes ago, you can change your mind, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe there's stuff that you didn't understand. Um, but maybe after this show, you're like, you're right. It's not for me to understand what someone else does that. Now, if they're flicking the bean right in front of your face, okay. If you don't like it, okay, you can say something. I think that's fair. But if they're doing it in the safety of their own home, whomever with what it is, okay, again, legalities 
Um, but again, it shouldn't be, especially when it comes to self-love, there should be no shame in touching yourself at all. Get to know yourself down there. Um, Mm -hmm. it's not going to go away. You have it with you for the rest of your, like like your whole life. Like it is your number one partner. Like you, the longest relationship you're going to have is with your genitals. Like be good to them. Be good to them. I I don't know. I think that's fair to say. I think that's fair too. I think that's a hundred percent fair. I'm never going to get rid of it. I mean, again, I'm not coming after like, you know, trans, if you want to change, I'm just saying I like mine. I'm going to keep mine. Um, it's going to be there. So I tried to make friends with her. I used to hate her. Um, she used to get real mad every once a month. Um, calm down a little bit. Um, but that's another thing too. I don't know about the science about it, but I have read once in a while, funny memes are not that self-love helps relieve some of other things like stress and cramps. And oh yeah. Da, 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 you know, like not for everyone, but you know, like it, it's like when you go to work out and you have like bad period cramps. yes you know like the jump the the endorphin rush same you know so there's a thing that's the thing thing. it's a thing and we're going to actually um we we do have one guest for the show guys and we're going to bring her on shortly um and she's going to tell a little bit more about this because this is kind of up more of her alley of things um in her business um but before we get to that uh is there anything else kayla you want to share about your personal journey with self-love before i flip over to speaking with tenille yeah, like it's just it's taken me a long time to get here where I am now. Uh like a lot of work, like a lot of self-work, a lot of alone time. And I'm actually finally in a space where I feel like I'm getting more unblocked. Like I don't know there's been a lot of challenges and it's been weird. And so just being able to, you know, I'm just gonna come around and say it like being able to reach an orgasm from oral, it hasn't been happening and it's happened and it gave me like a, a, a weird sense of connection back to myself in a weird way because mm-hmm. I felt so blocked for yep. a while yep. and I just decided that that was enough of that and that we're not going to be that way and feel that way and, it, and I was like, whatever. You know, and, and I think you have to just do that often. Yeah, you have to, it, it built, yeah, it just builds up sometimes. And then you have to go, okay, you're being Stop. a little much. Just like breathe. Just breathe. You're annoying. Just, Stop being this just annoying person. Breathe. Oh. Just let it go. But it does. And I don't think maybe, and a lot of people don't, I didn't realize how much your, that's what we're talking about, like your brain, your thought patterns, where your head's at, you know, really, because that's all in your head. There's nothing physically that, would have stopped you nothing changed physically it's all the same shit but it's because you changed your mentality and allowed yourself to be able to hold space for that connection to have that moment to be able to take something from someone at that moment and not be giving it back yeah right and to be allowed to be the center in that moment and I think a lot of women struggle at that a lot of men probably do too I don't think that's a gender thing so it's like um you know, when there are mental blocks and it has nothing to do with anybody but your own self. And unfortunately, you have to fix yourself like your spouses can help you and hold your hand. But you have to, you know, you have to be there for you have to have accountability for your journey and your growth, too. It can't be on everyone else for that. Um, that being said, communication to me is key. And communication is always key. For and sure. that's, that's my biggest takeaway from all of this has been communication. And within that communication, there's been more self-love and self-acceptance and growth and connection 
because of that, you know, and I'm not here. We're not here to tell anybody what to do in their relationships or what you're doing. But for us, we know um, for our sexual relation or relationships, uh, the sexual part of it, you know, it's important to have those discussions, especially if you're suffering with your all of those mental illnesses, you know, so um, just being honest and being like, hey, this is for me. It's a moment. It's not anything that's lacking with you. Um, this is just something I need for me. Um, and and being okay with that, like you can have that for you. And if you don't want to have that for you, if you don't want to touch, that's fine. If you don't like that, that's fine too. Like don't hold yep. any guilt because you're not. And I used to always hold guilt because I wasn't as hypersexual as everyone else around me. Like I was huge slut, but I wasn't like hypersexual about it. I just did it and was like kind of like quiet about it and not saying that, right? Like, you know, it wasn't out there for me. No, for um, sure. And I used to feel a lot of shame about that, but then it equally felt shame for when I was like single all the time it's so weird how we feel shame for doing one thing and then the complete opposite and so like point of the story is there should never be any shame as long as you're doing everything with informed consent and everyone's having a good time especially if everyone's having a good time and if it's just you and you're having a good time I don't see anything wrong with that I really don't either I, think I mean it's... don't miss work or be late or ignore your you know, spouse and just do that. Like, you know, like we said, there can be toxic levels. Me and Kayla, like as an addict, I could see myself, you know, getting addicted to that connection for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's not real life. No, (laughs) you know, like I'm not a 14 year old boy that just, or however, I don't know how young they start doing that. Probably a lot younger than that. Gross. Um, I don't remember. Yeah. Maybe a little bit younger, like whatever. Anyways, we're not that, but I think as we age, um, sometimes I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel a little bit more connected out of my body as I'm aging. So I just feel like that's something that can always bring you back to who you are in your center. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a big, it's a big deal. This self-love thing. It's important. Okay, babes, that about wraps it up for the show. Now we did have a couple guests scheduled for this one, but y'all, It's so good. There's so much to say with both of them that we're going to actually give them their own episode. So stay tuned for some more episodes this month. We cannot thank you guys enough for the support. It just means the world that Kayla and I can get on the phone, say what we have to say, share it with you guys, and you receive it. Support us and send us so much love back. So again, guys, we cannot thank you. I just, I feel like I say this all the time, but it really means so much. We put so much into this and Honestly, just want to take a second going into, you know, over 30 episodes now. And I really just want to thank everyone. It's just, I know I say this every time, but I really want to hone in how much it means to us. Always reach out to us, guys. If you have topics, you want to be a part of a show, we're always here to listen. Your experiences and your stories are so fucking important. And we thank you guys so much for using our platform to share them and to listen. So I can go on about how much I fangirl about our guests and our community, but I'll leave it for today. So excited for the next episode. So excited for everything to come again, guys. Follow us on social media. Make sure you reach out to us. We appreciate you so much. And don't forget, self-love is important. Make sure you take care of you. Until next time, guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for stopping by today. We appreciate you so, so much. If you like this episode and you want to hear more or be updated with episode drops, please make sure to send us some love on our Instagram page, the Be Real Babe podcast. Give us a follow and stay tuned for more realness coming to you next week. Until next time, babes.